Welcome to Spaghetti Launchers, a world-building podcast where we throw spaghetti at the wall and it's up to you what sticks. Each episode, we go in-depth on an element of a fictional world, breaking it down and developing unique examples live on the fly to give you ideas you can copy, steal, or be inspired by. Whether you're a writer, a GM, or an all-around nerd goblin, nerd goblin, just looking to indulge your evil imagination, we've got you covered. I'm Ethan. I'm Kyle. And on this episode, what are we going to be discussing, Kyle, and why? We are talking about Planes of Evil, mostly because I have been playing Diablo 4, which came out this week, and looking at Planes of Evil that exist all across Diablo 4, because it's all about hell, and I was like, well, what's hell without fire and brimstone? Like like a, a true plane of evil, not the good place version of it necessarily where it's just kind of like a when I, i'm not we're talking about like punishment we're talking about like physical space that is evil a plane of evil that if you're playing any rpg campaign you're probably going to want to eventually go to a plane of evil or have it be a factor in your campaign i've done a devil and demon campaign as a dm and as a player i'm done with them now like i don't think i need to do that again so I'm trying to look at into the future of what new things we can come up with we can come up with a lot. I mean, I immediately go to <laughs> the single best description of hell. Brennan like Lee Mulligan? A, like a non-traditional hell, yeah. Easily, Brennan Lee Mulligan. Uh, hell, famously, where you get sunburned. Oh, hell, where the sun is? No, that's not what hell is. Hell is a dark forest where your dad opens his rib cage and invites you to dance. I'm like, yes, amazing. When I think about how are we going to do something different, I start there. I will, For me, I think about evil in three ways, right? There is... The absolute evil, kind of like that cosmic sense of evil, the the morality scale, there is an absolute universal good, there is an absolute universal evil that seeks a destruction of all life, creation, existence, blah, 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 blah. Then there's relative evil, which is more cultural, right? Like, you know, if we say moral relativism, evil counts as morality, it changes based on, basically, it's anything that is against the, or goes contrary to the societally defined norms, and then there's personal evil, like, or or subjective evil, right? Like, what are the things that would be a hell or evil to a specific individual? So, like, thinking about you, Kyle, and what I know of you, your subjective evil realm would probably be filled with fucking giant spiders wearing MAGA hats. Correct. So, you know, th- those are, th- like, if I'm thinking, because I need that structure, though, so, like, you're better at the free form. So that's where I start with Brennan, and then I go one of those three directions. So I think we should, I, I think that's a good baseline thinking about it, of the different versions of evil, or in the spirit of Diablo. I think let's talk about the absolute, the truly yeah. cosmically evil, unapologetic, like, yep. hey, you can kill these guys, no questions asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just... You're evil. Right. There is no more. There is no moral gray zone. There is no nothing like these are. This is every Skybeam ending to every Marvel DC Transformers movie. Like these are people. Existence is their enemy. Life is their enemy. Yeah. Like capital L life. Life is a concept. Is yeah. Their yeah. Enemy. Yeah. So when I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking a lot about biomes. Okay. And say more. As you said, the, their enemy is life. Think about a biome that would not be habitable life. So I think any evil plane obviously cannot be very nice. Sure. And, and it never is. It's, it, it's always quite inhospitable. Right. Okay. Like, and so you look at different versions of evil planes that I've seen, and like the nine hells in D and D, like have mm-hmm. a variety. They have a swamp. They have a like ice cold tundra. Just Similarly, in um, 
Dante's Inferno, the lowest level of hell is is ice because the devil's beating his wings. Oh, I didn't. I haven't actually read Dante's Inferno, but I do kind of want to, but I never will. It's one of those books where I'm like, oh, that'd be cool to read. I'd feel accomplished. No, never going to do it. Desert. Like straight up sand. Just an endless... Uh, see, that's Anakin Skywalker's subjective evil world. Oh, there you go. Uh, that's why he was a water farmer mm-hmm. or moisture farmer. Moisture farmer. But so like imagining just a plane of evil where it is just a one flat sand domain. It is pure nothing other than that. And then like vultures that are like, like vulture-esque creatures that just fly above it. They're carrying birds or whatever. They're just looking for anything that they can scavenge, any, anybody that can kill any any soul who has made their way into this plane hmm. and it's just an and, and it's it is it's always light there's never darkness you, like you can never hide so it's just people being is it some, sand like can you dig in the sand it's sand but it's hmm yes oh no i my mind immediately went to dune and uh, started thinking of like oh there are the fremen all live in steeches that are deep underground and that's why the harkonnen never find them i think no in this version because it has to be it's it plane of evil Try to dig in the sand, and like the sand starts to like burn your your fingers. Like it's too hot. Yeah, or or like it's like acid. It just starts Shit. to like like erode your fingers if you try to do anything. And it's basically just you have to exist within this plane on a flat surface. That's it. Yeah, that sucks. And you just you, you die. There might be an alternative. I don't know. You might, you might want to get out. So that, that's that's one idea that, that I'm sure. thinking of because I'm I'm definitely thinking of the sand option. Yeah. Underwater evil. I mean, I suck at swimming, so... If, if you're thinking of it and you're like, all right, what is the creatures... What creatures are calling this place home versus... Evil, evil people, versus, dragons. Or it, are there not residents? This place is just evil and the residents are kind of a, an afterthought. So here's a question. Whenever I think about planes of evil, like, I love this idea... Um, or planes of good. It's just more often happening in, in evil planes where, like, a thing wasn't evil and then it got corrupted by the plane. Yeah. Right. Okay. So like maybe you had, maybe it didn't start out as a plane of evil. Maybe it started out as a plane of water and then it got inhabited by this Lovecraftian ancient Kraken thing that mm-hmm. like spoiled the water and turned it bracky and murky, brackish and murky and oh, turned all yeah, the like, like beautiful, it. good sea people into these evil like sea hag shit. A water, a plane of water that mm-hmm. is murky, disgusting, polluted water has the vibe that we're, that we're, we're looking for. It's, mm-hmm. it's very evil and it is not like, like people aren't usually because usually water is associated with life. But if it's if it's the water is no longer clean, good water. I think you, I think you get to the end goal. So you've got what what we sort of stumbled into here. We've got desert. That's kind of your earth elemental. <laughs> We've got a water one. The, the typical yeah, nine what, hells what is, do- is your fire one. How the fuck would you do evil air? Is it, is it where there is no air? That's interesting. Well, then you're just in like a vacuum. Yeah, you're in a vacuum. That like a vacuum in of itself as an evil place is interesting because that sensor deprivation that would create. Yeah, the silence that'd be really fucking terrifying. So I'm thinking about it as like, all right, no air, vacuum, silence. It's like a limbo state, mm. and it's whoever is sent there is driven mad, and now you have a just a plane that is an, an insane asylum, essentially. A cosmic insane asylum because everybody who's ever been sent there has gone crazy right. due to the sensory deprivation that it creates over 
the rest of their existence. So it's like, and it, so and, and I, like I know limbo is a is a plane in the D and D world. So like, if you, like you can look yeah, at it, like look purgatory is, I mean, purgatory is yeah. a thing. But I mean, like I'm thinking it from like a a TTRPG perspective of like mm-hmm. if you had a campaign where you went to this place and and the ticking clock is like nobody can talk mm. no, nobody can hear anything mm-hmm. so the perils are pretty high as a result of that mm-hmm. and then you have a ticking clock for b- before you go insane from the, the sensory deprivation could, could be could be kind of nice i'm sort of imagining the um hyperbolic time chamber where they trained in uh, dragon ball z that yeah. just like endless expanse of white yeah they're like, and I remember getting freaked out as a kid and Goku's like, oh, don't fly off because you could lose yourself and it goes on forever and you'll go fucking mad. And I was like, Jesus, that's a lot of fucking pressure to put on your 10 year old. Yeah. Okay. Um, Wait, but now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, well, we're just basically saying all they, the, the only consequence is that they're deaf. Well, and you can't breathe. Hmm. Well, then you would just die. But I don't know. If you're How so- else would you do air as a. Well, well, okay. What is evil hair? I guess because it would, because it's you're deaf, but it's also like um, your sense of touch would be all fucked with because there'd be no air to like there's no friction up against your fingers at any point, so you would just feel kind of listless at all times. You might your body might just be in like. What if you're just falling forever? Yeah, but then that's so then what. It, we're moving into just punishment versions of no, but I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of like how do you take these? I mean, I've never actually seen a D and D campaign or anything that's. Wait, wait, hold on. I want to stay on fallen. I have an idea on the fallen. Okay. I think I figured out how to make it work. The Please whole continue. plane is constantly falling, like including buildings. People are like moving around while they're falling. So there's like there's like they're basically like in zero g just constantly falling and shit is just if like if you don't hold on to it it will just disappear and you're falling forever yeah. so some people will be like i've been falling for for 50 years and then you like all of a sudden stumble back into a thing that you lost 50 years ago yeah. if you get separated from somebody then you can find them 50 years later at some point and you have to kind of navigate through the fall i like that because i think i think i do like planes where like people do have a need to have a way to live there that it, otherwise they're just yeah. sort of I agree that you otherwise they just sort of become punishment mechanisms. But when we're talking about absolute evil, I don't think you can ever fully remove punishment from it. Because yeah. that's kind yeah. oh, of yeah. like the point. Yeah. Like I had an idea, like if you want to redefine evil, like, yes, we're still talking absolute evil. And this is kind of where the, f- the falling idea came from. I had an idea. This is more an objectively evil person, wizard, sorcerer, mage, whatever creates their own dark dimension sort of you remember back in the early power rangers when everyone all the evil main bad guys had their own dark dimensions and like lord zed's was more powerful than Rita was eviler than rita's you don't remember no but anyway i was, it was a i thing. was a tiny child <laughs> yeah you were um it was that was a thing and i yeah so it's it's that all there are separate but very similar dark like evil dimensions dark dimensions yeah and like so everybody like they have their own hell essentially right like and it's not how like reflective of them they're like no this is where i put the people who have displeased me or like trap my enemies there is a world it's just all on a completely vertical cliff okay and so you just have to figure out how to you know you get bamped there and then you're just hanging there and so you have to climb up climb down you can't see 
Oh. Like kind of like the Cliffs of Insanity in uh, Princess Bride. Okay. And I thought I didn't. It's, yeah. It's less explicitly evil. No, but it, what? And I. But if we're trying and, and, to move and, away from this hell and fire yeah, and brimstone thing, you well, can get I, creative. I think this is the friction of like creating a place that is not because what we associate with evil is required to like you have to have that the cultural context to make a place that feels evil a place that feels perilous you can just put a little bit of color on it in some way or another and all of a sudden it's evil so like this sounds like an excellent like the cliffs of insanity is a great example just like, call it that just call it the cliffs of insanity and yeah you're done yeah like a- anything that it, and like, then put it, your flying carrier birds and dark swirling purple clouds and witches laughter yeah, but make a or, vibe, or or you could put literally nothing behind it. It's like the it's like um, you're in like a computer program, and you can just see like it's like the edge of the level. Yeah, and they're like, well, we, we're we're working on programming the rest of that still. So like, don't go further. It, it's yeah. just like a weird void of That's just cool. like some lines. Yeah, just denoting that they're like we haven't drawn over here. I kind of dig it. I, 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 just anything that's very void-like is kind of fun because that that feels like a great sense of evil is this is like okay plan of evil that is like oh, let's bring in a black hole mm-hmm. let's, let's bring in dark matter let's right. call it evil well, and, and again i'm going to stick back to the original definition of evil as just being like contrary to life right so Which, what is a black oh. hole it is just nothingness like, and it's and it, well or do we know? We don't know. Unless we go into one. Now, right. Let's make it happen. Matthew McConaughey. Can we get sponsored it. for this podcast by NASA to go to the the center of black hole? God, I, mean, I really hope they have better things to do with their money. <laughs> also, probably more professional people who can do really, it. Really, really hope. I I don't know, Jeez. man. We're paying Elon Musk to do half the shit, so. Not willingly. I didn't need to be reminded of that, so thank you for ruining my week. Um Wow piece of shit he's a genius he, he's he's like a bona fide genius did you see what you have like twitter stocks went so high when he bought it he's such a successful genius he like bought a product and made it like three times more profitable and not at all that he created the whole value of the company because he's a dumbass i hate that guy black holes black holes <laughs> so all right so how do we make a, a black hole all right thinking of it like okay the the, the plane is at the center is a black hole like a tiny little black hole and it's and and everything in this plane is just slowly being pulled in and okay so the whole thing is within like within the event horizon and so you and you can you can resist and but you can't get back beyond that point so you like it's every everything's trying to get to the edge like this whole plane is everything just skirting to the edge as much as possible all right so i have two two sauces for that bowl of noodles okay one i'm gonna bring it back to the falling world why are you falling because you're getting pulled towards a black hole that works yeah secondarily but then you, but point you, number two you would always get you if you're falling into the black hole why haven't you hit it yet because you're falling forever i don't know maybe you eventually do i don't know hmm. okay. i hadn't thought that far it was just I was just thinking gravity pulls things fall. Two black holes. One on top, one on bottom. Wouldn't you be fine if you found perfectly in the middle? Hmm. One is slightly different size than the other, so it's just enough to keep you falling? I don't know. 
we're not physicists, so I don't think not, I, I, don't yeah. think, I don't think I, we can really solve we this question. But we'll, we'll, on this show at some point, though. What is your second um, second idea? Though I'm always thinking like that doesn't feel so much, e- and it's gonna be evil. But it always that reminds me of any time they show an underworld, not hell, but like the more ancient Greek style underworld where it's less. This is a place where evil souls are punished, and more this is just where the dead go. Yeah. Because there's always that sense of, like, the dead trying to crawl back. Yeah. And they're trying to get out, and death is pulling them. I feel like that's a very common scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this kind of gets at that. Yeah, a little bit. that That, again, like, you're getting pulled towards something, and you're trying to claw your way out. Like, that desperation is terrifying to me. Yeah. I dig the black hole, though. Yeah, because I like I like the idea of nothingness, and I like the idea that if like people are like, "Oh, death is evil," right? It's like death is not evil. Death is a natural thing; it's a part of life. But the void kind of like consumes, it like breaks the cycle. Like life and death are a cycle, right? It happens, and death, void, nothingness, darkness, whatever breaks that cycle. Yeah, and so that's where I'm sort of coming. Yeah, when I and I think. I I like the evocative nature of the dead thing, and we'll, I'm going to put that off to the side for now. Yeah, I I think with the like what, what you're just saying, like the void, the nothingness. This is a thing that is that can become incredibly evil. Yeah, it's just a matter of how do you tame it and make it into a plane. Is the like I think that's the open question because without because like if, if you bring physics into it, obviously with the black sure. hole eventually just suck it all up. All right, I'm thinking a void and nothingness in that no only organic matter can exist so any only living only living things can exist in this plane any anything that is inanimate is like pulled through like the void kind of just goes through and it just it just fades it just becomes it it just turns to ash or just disappears and trying to come up with, with something of like how do you make the nothingness not be an instantly vaporizing like you? an insta kill yeah it's not an insta kill for the people but it can exist so we need to decide for this and for any realm is this something naturally occurring or is this was there a designer because if it was a designer and this brings back like the you know i was saying before like the dark dimension this is where i send all the people that annoy me the oh this is where i send all the people that annoy me i'm going to come back to that one um if it's if it's if there isn't a designer for this realm then yes you could be the it could still be the void you could be over the black hole but maybe you're walking on pipes Hmm. like you're sort of just stuck trying to balance and tightrope walk Oh, wait. And if you slip, you fall. Yeah. And then you're pulled. Right? But like that's that is a that is a deviously designed trap or Yeah. Something but but that feel, you know, like That's interesting. How, how would that occur naturally? You I, know, like I, I I think if you're looking at any genre fiction, you mm-hmm. can just naturally occurring and created are pretty intertwined because sure. you could just say a god did make this. There's a god of. There's an evil god. There's an evil being who has created this this plane. Yeah. I like what the, the what you said about 
like it's above the black hole. Yeah. And I'm thinking about now you have a black hole and then you have like, um, you know, when you're in like a, uh, when they have like a bridge with the see-through bottom. Yeah. You just, the entire world is, is a see-through bottom above the black hole and it's staying put, mm. but you have, you have the, the pressure yeah. and the, the pull of the black hole basically just pulling you down onto this surface at all times yeah. so you're like crawling around trying to get anywhere right and only and it's slippery i don't think it needs to be slippery why not because it's already well if it's slippery it would make it easier for you to move because if the pressure's making it hard for you to ah, move shit, you're right so yeah. you're, i was you're, thinking it would make it hard to get a grip on anything and, I, see, I, and, see and I see your point because it's though. not inherently about punishment right so I think it so then like you have you have the the residents the like evil residents the equivalent of the devils the void walkers um that's literally just from destiny but voidlings the, the voidlings the voidlings hang out here they live here they are adapted to this pressure mm-hmm. they are able to walk around normal mm-hmm. and they just kind of like torment you and like laugh at you a little bit and like Maybe they don't torment. Like, they torment. Like, they don't physically torment. They, they just kind of, like, they don't help. They have banal evil of just kind of sitting nearby, just being like, hmm, you'll get it one day. They'll, like, bring you food to make sure you don't die. You still have to live. You'll figure it out one day. Helping and then if you. someone falls, it's like, um, they didn't learn. Yeah. And it's it's just, like, gently evil. Hmm. That reminds me, something you said about them bringing you food reminds me of... um. There was this book I read called The Long Walk. It was by uh, Stephen King. He wrote it under a pseudonym. It was about this cross-state walk that the military sponsored, because that makes sense. Okay. It's Stephen King. Yeah. Um, and it was, you had to walk continuously, and if you stopped, the military would shoot you. Yeah. Uh-huh. But they would bring you all the food and water that you needed, or that you wanted. Okay. And so there was, I, I was thinking about like hell being like trapped walking eternally, like walking forever. Yeah. The way you said like they're mm-hmm. constantly bringing you food kind of reminded me of that. And then that also got me thinking of, I read somewhere that that was a form of, again, it's it's hard to, dis- it's hard to separate evil from punishment. Yeah. That's something I'm, I'm discovering here. But it, it, before we go there, the... And, um, well, and, and there, I get, that was a that was a way of a death sentence in ancient China was that they would just put you on top of the Great Wall and say walk. Hmm. I read I, I, that could be very false. I don't. I mean, that, for the context of this, it doesn't matter. It's a world building podcast. That's a good. That's a good punishment. That is. But it, I mean, what I was going to say is that I I think we are finding that it is difficult to separate these two things and. Mm-hmm. Because evil is inherently trying to punish everybody for everything. Right. What's that Douglas Adams line about a long time ago the universe was created, this offended everyone, and it's been widely considered a bad move? (laughs) (laughs) Bad move indeed. Yeah, I I, I think we just kind of have to accept that fact that these are so intertwined and we'll, we'll, we'll be okay with it. Yeah. We're trying not to not to focus as much on the punishment. We're trying to focus on the space, and I guess that will be like we're just gonna have to chalk it up to like, yeah, fuck it. We're gonna we're gonna have plenty of punishments and interspersed because that's just the nature of evil. All right, so this bring a couple ideas together for me right now. This is like 
this is like this is an Olive Garden moment where you're like those two pasta sauces don't go together. What are you doing? But then it kind of works. So what if it was all about punishment? We always think of the punishment, you know, like think of the good place. It's like, oh, I have to go set people on fire today, right? Like it's all very extreme like punishment. Putting the spiders in the butthole. Yeah, or that kind of thing. They did right? some weird like, things. I'm. I think I mentioned before. I'm a big, big fan of minor curses. Okay. Not like big curses, but I love the idea of like, all right, I curse you. May your soup spoon always fall in your soup when you're eating soup. Always. Every single time. Okay. Right? Like, whenever you're pouring a drink, may your cup always overflow and spill. Uh-huh. Right? Like, I love minor curses like that. I think those are fun. Like, you're not actually harming anybody. Yeah. You're just fucking up their day. Okay. An evil realm where that's all it is. Every single thing you do is is happens in like if we every you, three steps, your shoelaces come untied. You should, every three steps, you sit down to rec- record a podcast. The mics break. The mics every no, time. no they don't they don't break. But maybe you can't. We live it. we live in a basement. Maybe your neighbors your upstairs neighbors start walking. And it's the, just the, the whole time. The, the whole, whole time. time. The whole time. Because right. you still have to be able to keep doing what you're doing. But uh. everything is really fucking annoying. So like. Your shoelaces are constantly coming untied. There are mosquitoes everywhere. Everything smells like durian. And <laughs> durian fruit is, is awful. There's Limp Biscuit constantly playing in the background. But not blaringly loud, just loud enough so that you can hear it. Like and it's just <laughs> imagine just like, enough to like interrupt you. Like, you know, when you go to the mall and they just have like gentle ambient music playing throughout the mall, but it's gentle Limp Biscuit. Play. Yeah, like it's smooth jazz limp biscuit. <laughs> smooth jazz limp biscuit. <laughs> just smooth limp biscuit. But I, lo- I think and that every radio station is just limp biscuit, right? Like, and it's so like this is sort of drawing from the from the bad place, yeah, you know, absolutely the media. Bad place. But like, I, I think that if they, if you were to make that happen all at once, it wouldn't stop you. It wouldn't stop your adventuring party from doing, doing anything. It'd just be really inconvenient. It would just be it. really fucking annoying. It is humid as fuck in the summers here, and there are mosquitoes everywhere, and it's really annoying just to walk around some days, right? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, escalate that up to ten, because then we just move into like eventually, is the where's the border between really inconvenient and in like inhospitable? So you move into like, all right, we just literally like hell is a swamp, just an endless swamp that is humid as hell. There's just huge like mosquitoes constantly tracking you I down. I think the difference is, are they actively trying to kill you or not? I don't think so. I think that's the difference. I think that's the dividing line, right? Like, because inhospitable means that something is, is so extreme that you literally cannot survive there, which means mm-hmm. that there is a temperature extreme, a lack of resources, or something is actively hunting you, trying to kill you. All of these things stop before that point i think right so like nothing is coming to kill you it's very warm but you're not gonna die from heat right like it's it's just it's it's the evil realm of really fucking annoying yeah no i i i see what you're saying i will be pedantic and say that uh you were defining uninhabitable and i was using the word inhospitable and they are different Ah, shit 
Good call. Good call. Because good call, Kyle. And, That's true. And I it's pedantic. And I'm saying it's pedantic for a reason because it, it, it's an good. interesting notion that, that you bring up because uninhabitable. Yep. By the way, you were just saying of like it's just it is the antithesis of life. Like you mm-hmm. just can't survive there. And then you're moving into just well, then it, like, there's no real point in being there. Right. Inhospitable, where it's just like well, this is just not pleasant. You can survive, uh-huh. but it's going to be really hard. And it's gonna suck. Uh-huh. If you're looking at hell with de- with like demons and devils, yeah, it is for a human uninhabitable and inhospitable. And inhospitable. It's both for the demons and devils. It is just inhospitable. Is it to They're, a degree? I would imagine they probably like it. Maybe. Unless they're getting punished too. That's a whole cosmology question, though. Are devils yeah. just the punished souls, or the or the souls of evil people being rewarded yeah. by the devil? That that's a different question. But but so like the because I, for me, I'm so thinking about the climate and what the the environment of this place looks like. I'm having a hard time thinking of thinking beyond that. I'm I'm kind of stuck in my own thought right now. And this might be a good place to bring in the subjective evil. Yeah. Right. Where every maybe everyone's annoyances are different. Right. Like there's that, you know, there's always this idea of, oh, this angel appears to you as it looks different to every person because every person thinks something is more beautiful than another. Right. Like everything is it's a reality is a little subjective. It's an evil. I, I, again, I want to stick on the annoying thing because I love that idea. Like I just <laughs> I cannot get off of that that's what she said um but like that would be but like imagine that like every single time you say something that could potentially be taken as a dirty remark there's a voice out of nowhere that just goes that's what she said (laughs) i think this was evil and not totally great that's but to someone that would be really fucking annoying right like so it could vary from hilarious i do too but i would love that it could be we're over 30 folks um it could be it could be that like uh, you and i have been friends a long time what if it was for you a subjective annoyance would be someone shows up really late maybe you get sent there really early (laughs) before everybody else (laughs) you have to wait (laughs) that's that's funny that I'm just sitting there by myself waiting for people to show up. <laughs> like, like we were all together. I don't know where the fuck they went. <laughs> we all jumped into the portal at the same time. They'll show up eventually. God damn it. That's funny. Fucking Ethan, he's always late. I was late today too. Like, no, oh no, I was early no, today. You were early today. I was early today. Yeah. Yeah. yeah don't uh-huh. d- don't tell yourself short, man. Yeah. You as did my a great father job. as my father would say, one in a row. <laughs> Wise man. Well, okay. So when you were talking about like the, um, you're talking about that, you, you said something about the word, like, you said the word beautiful at one point and it, and it triggered in my, in my head about like, evil where just everything is just ugly. Hmm. Just everything. Hmm. Like every creature just looks pretty hideous. Hmm. Every like design aesthetic, hideous. Take a mirror image of, of your world, of your own, like of the regular world. Hmm. So if you just flip it upside down and everything all of a sudden is hideous. Like this couch becomes barbed wire with like some plywood on top of it. You could sit on it. It's Wait, just is disgusting. It pain- is it painful? No. Okay. I'm going to remove the barbed wire part. Right. It's just plywood with shitty graffiti of dicks. It's- Stop making things that sound awesome. 
<laughs> we're be- we're doing the opposite. We're making cool places. So I'm imagining like I'm imagining like a bright pink Barbie. A Barbie pink quote unquote love seat that should be enough for two people, but really it's just one of those big chairs that can only that's way too big for one person, but way too small for two people to sit comfortably. Uh huh. And it's got like who did the the soup cans? Andy Warhol. Thank you. And it's got like Andy Warhol drawings of Margaret Thatcher all over it. There's someone there that would find that ironically cool though. There's someone yeah. in the world that would dig that shit. Okay, well, all right, so, so like, remove... Like, or everything like, is just brutalist architecture. Like, we're making funny versions of ugly, but I mean, like, you make, like, just truly hideous of, like, um, um, just, like, pus, yeah. t- tendrils, goo. Noodles. Okay. I, I think the gross side of it is great. Your fa- Like, he's wincing while, he's yeah, talk- while we're talking I'm about this. I'm not thrilled about what I'm about to say, but I'm going to say it. It's an entire realm where everything is made out of living bodies. Everything. Yes. The streets, the mm-hmm. buildings. The streets. So people are like, you have to walk over a living body. Uh-huh. But they're like. They're unable, all like. But they're unable to move? No, they can't. Uh, I don't know if they can or can't So, move. So like, can, can their heads move? I think they're probably screaming. Oh, God. But And you have to walk across them. And it's sort of like. They're like, I don't want to say like sewn together, but more they're just sort of like magically stuck there. Yeah. And they're all like, everything is just made of human. Like a chair is a living body, like warped and twisted to look like a chair that you have to sit on. And they're, okay, so I'm imagining everything you, everywhere you go, you just see the eyes, just like sc- the screaming eyes of somebody who can't. I'm thinking that they can't scream physically. So yeah, that would be very loud. Be very loud, and they would be able to like annoy you. Yeah. So, true. but it's just their eyes are yeah. screaming as they look. They like race around the room, uh, looking at everything, uh, just like so uncomfortable, so like put me out of my misery. I'm cursed to be like this. You know what they use for currency? Teeth. Teeth. Yeah. Gum. The gold and silver fillings are like the gold and silver, and then your basic tooth is like your base currency wow. and then like you get upgrades little baby teeth might be oh that i yeah we're leaving kids out of this yeah that was fucked up yeah i'm sorry about that okay so but you <laughs> see the point okay so now i want to think about it oh god and, and like curtains are made of hair so <laughs> <laughs> the carpet match the drapes yeah <laughs> literally all the rugs are made of hair Oh god, it's disgusting. Okay, but it's like flesh you're walking, right? Like that's fleshies, fleshies. That's evil. Like yeah. that's fucked up. Okay, but so what? What I want to to suggest is, what if it's not real? They're not actually humans or like creatures who are alive in the mortal world who are now dead in here. It's like they've created this aesthetic out of magic, so it, so that anyone who's there feels the discomfort that we're talking about it like inspires the, the, the residents to they, they want to fuck with the humans or something maybe i'm, I'm creating like basically an that. out i kind of dig that yeah where it's a little less like that, that body it, horror yeah I mean, it's still plenty body horror but it's it's like we're trying to fuck with you yeah 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 I, that that does sanitize it 
yeah. little bit. Like, we, we can keep our sanity. That's the, yeah, that's like, you know what that is? That is um like medicinal cherry flavor. It's like, it doesn't taste great, but it's better than like the alternative. Of just the straight up medicine? Yeah. I think I'd rather I st- take the straight up medicine than the medicinal cherry, but that's that's the medicinal cherry. Being well, an now awful I know flavor. what the soda would taste like in your subjective hell. But yeah, um, the the flesh world. I don't like it, but I like it, and I want to. Oh, move on. I don't want to go there. I want to move on from it though, because it's like <laughs> one. It's enough. It's, it's enough. It's enough. And if anyone's listening to this and is like triggered, sorry, we apologize. Uh, um, you can blame Ethan for that one because that was uh, his bowl of noodles. All right, so I I, I want to pull back. And we're talking. We talked a little bit about ugly, and we talked. Mm-hmm. And now we've gotten a completely disgusting, ugly space. I want to go back to Sorry, other, like, like a different sense, and I want to go to our our hearing mm. and thinking about a, a place. I, I'm thinking about the creatures that inhabit the space, making it have that sense of evil, that sense of dread that you get when you're thinking of hell, when you're thinking of fire and brimstone. You're thinking mm-hmm. of these terrifying, mm-hmm. uh, you know, horned creatures lurking and you know with wings flying down however you want to think about it it there's the creatures themselves are evocative and i'm thinking about like the the sound a creature makes can be the thing that inspires the fear and that is enough mm. and especially if you're running like a ttrpg yeah and you just need your players to be terrified and need to like create that tension yeah you just need a sound that's and, cool and like the sound that comes to me yeah. That t- that like I find so offensive and so gross is nails on a chalkboard. Classic Jaws sure. moment. Sure, sure. It works really well, but if you had like a creature that basically had that kind of crackling, um, you, you just gr- gave me grating goosebumps, like a grating sound emanating from above, from some like, and you don't know from where. Yeah, or it's like that squeaky sound, like that styrofoam makes. Yeah, I don't find that that annoying, but oh, that, I but, that, I, but that, I know the that sound cuts right right through me. Mm. I hate that. Oh. I love that, and I love the idea of sound being the what what clearly makes this evil because that's. I, I immediately went to. Did you ever see the movie Annihilation with Natalie Portman when they go into the world that's sort of like the Feywild? There was this scene where is that with the the one with the bear. Yeah, yeah, I've seen the bear scene. The bear scene where I the bear. I think you made me watch the bear have, scene where like the bear. So it's like the bear screams like a woman. Yeah, You're like that's fucking terrifying. Yeah, that's evil. Yeah, it's like, like, I, I, like it's like that's really evil. Or I also think back to what um, Hans Zimmer did when he did the Dark Knight mm-hmm. because the Joker's music is just a series of escalating tones that yeah. increase in like frequency and pitch. Yeah. And I listened to an interview he did once where is where he said you very like the human brain there's something about it that is waiting like you're sort of waiting for the beat to drop. Yeah. And you're sort of waiting for the pitch to hit a breaking point and it never does. It just ever keeps slowly increasing 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 and that's how he built tension when the Joker was on scene. Was, and um, on I, screen, on screen, Excuse and me. that's great. And and he took that, I think, a step further in Dunkirk, where the whole score is like four notes that are like a they're a stare, they're like an M.C. Escher painting, where it it it, it does a trick on your brain where it, you think it's escalating, but it's not. It's the same four repeating, in, wow. and it's like a really short stare, and it just keeps going back down, and it sounds like it's constantly escalating, yeah, but it's not. 
it's just the same four going back to it, he might have done the same trick for it then he I might have know. or it may have been like he like got inspired and then he yeah. did it in dunkirk but because it, it, it was all about create that tension right and so like if, if we're th- and, and like i think we're thinking about this mostly from an rpg perspective yeah. you if you play music mm. at the table that has that tension of like the the evil yeah. you can you can you can kind of make anything have that vibe mm-hmm. you can make the soundscape of the plane itself evil the ambient noise it's just no that's what the crickets in that world sound like they're just nails on a chalkboard yeah yeah but like like you think like the soundscape of like hells is like fire or maybe it screams it's like it's metal and chains it's people like it's industry sometimes it's Mm -hmm. it can be whatever but like take away that it's like the screaming and the and like the violence of it and just make it you can just make it these like imposing tones just Mm -hmm. randomly coming in just a big, just like a, like just like and like almost like there's, like the score in a in a mm-hmm. like like a fully artist is doing on like a on a on a film where there's a, a you know a creature about to enter the the screen. You just have that yeah. all the time. There's nothing <laughs> entering. There's nothing coming. It's just kind of a and it so it sounds like there's footsteps like approaching you. Yeah. Maybe that that could be inherently, but it's just it be, always yeah. sounds like, like there's somebody approaching. There's footsteps, and you always feel like you're in danger. And then it, it provides perfect cover because if you are ever in danger, you don't yeah. know. Did I um, do that? I screwed myself over at work once because I was trying to figure out what music I worked best to. I think I might have told you the story, but um, I decided that I would make myself a massive playlist of video game soundtracks. Mm-hmm. And I found myself a couple days in, I'm like, I'm getting really tense writing these yeah. reports. Why, why am I getting so tense? I'm like, oh, right. I'm listening to fucking boss music all day. Like, yeah. this is designed to do this to you. Yeah. <laughs> to make is... you feel tense and stressed. May I introduce smooth jazz. Right. Or smooth Limp biscuit. <laughs> Just as good. But, yeah, I think that is something like what is it that will make someone, even if the world is not designed to punish someone, what will make them feel like they are being punished? Mm-hmm. You've got the five senses. Something could be so visually upsetting. It could be so it could smell like durian. It could smell like rotting flesh everywhere. Yeah. Everything that you taste. Well, I don't think it should smell like rotting flesh because that's too much like the regular hell. Fine. Ta-ta. We'll stick with durian for right now, which I've never smelled, but people say it is th- as bad as they I haven't smelled say. like a full durian fruit. I've smelled like byproducts mm-hmm. and it smells. Okay. I believe, it. I don't know. The air tastes like brine, right? Like and it's just thick and coats your tongue and it's very humid and sticky and... Just any physically discomfort. Right. Any physical discomfort. You can, you can combine can... any of those things because we sort of went the... When we started, we sort of went the realm... Huh? Um, we sort of went the realm of defining evil. Now we're going more kind of into like the evocative sense, like what just yeah. of is what has that evil vibe. Yeah. Well, Besides, and so, like a throne of skulls and blood. Well, uh, okay. So here's some noodles. The, the evocative nature of evil. We always think of evil as dark shadow. You know the what, what was it that they said about the Balrog? Shadow and flame. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Yeah. The sh- but it's the shadow element is like we always make that evil maybe we make darkness very evil Sure, we're afraid of the dark we're afraid of the dark to it i have not i have dark vision (laughs) okay so you can what if you made it that the darkness was not the thing to be feared and people feared the light and 
and and and you can get to that however you want you can get to that through like literally making it that people live at night that they're nocturnal that works you can make it where people live during the day but they're fearful of the day because Mm. in during the day things happen and so your life is in danger during the day and at night you get to rest and you sleep and and you have lovely dreams however you want to get to like a society kind of having that but like the plane of existence like the like a plane of light the plane of a sun god the plane of the you know thor who not thor he's god of thunder but you know like whoever raw yeah raw um is like this plane that is supposed to be in our understanding um like a more heavenly what if that is what if that is considered to be an evil plane that is it is drowned in sunlight at all times and you have no freedom to escape it so i've got so two noodles here, one small, one big. So one is the easy answer is that it's too bright to see, but I don't think you'd want it to be blinding. I think you'd want it to be like it'd be too bright to see, like like you, you have to like squint or like right. like do like, like well, a little think like about, that was something that I mean, um, Nelson Mandela's eyes were permanently damaged at Robben Island because when he was outside mining, it was reflect oh, there was all the sunlight reflecting off of all of the white stone. Oh. hurting his eyes and you he, like that's where um inuit sunglasses came from because there was so much ice always yeah, reflecting yeah. off the ice and so much light always reflecting off the ice and snow um eclipse glasses yeah that it's just like, like with the one little pinhole yeah that th- that type of thing right so like there might be ways around it but so that's that's an easy way to do it i also this is much more evocative but this is this is a more cinematic idea, but if you if you wanted to make the light evil, I think you might need to have a way to incorporate darkness, like for a little bit of contrast. So let's say you show up and you are walking around and you are in a world of pitch black and you are walking for hours and days and months and it doesn't matter. But you reach out, there's nothing there. You're just stuck walking and you you run and you, you never hit anything. You never touch anything. And then one day, someone turns a light on, and you realize the entire time you have been surrounded by demons. Oh, God. Just standing there, no, waiting, uh, like with a five-foot radius around you, the perfect circle around you, the whole time. I don't like that. It's like... And then it turns off again. And now you're back in the darkness. Yeah, but then you, you know that pro- they're there, right? But I, but it's, but you need that contrast to feel like why is the, why is uh, the, but and then sometimes you turn it on again, and then maybe they're gone. I like this notion. I think that exact execution would be hard to do. I feel like you'd probably just kill yourself. You'd be living in terror like forever. Because either sounds way, sounds pretty evil to me, bro. <laughs> it sounds it, it's the perfect punishment of you. Yeah, it's the unknown. Right. It it, it really reminds me of like the, I'd be scared of the light at yeah. that point. It reminds me a lot of the Weeping Angels from Doctor Who, which is one of the most like terrifying creatures ever. Mm. Where they're like they're angel statues that that cry blood, and mm. when you look at them, they can't move. But if you look, but if you can't see them, they they move. Mm. And they get closer to you and they, mm-hmm. they kill you. And so if a light goes out, mm-hmm. they move closer to you. And there's mm-hmm. a terrifying like two-part episode in like when Matt Smith comes in. And it's like the only – it's like the only period I watched Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. But similar notion of like the creatures that are that are coming towards you 
depending on whether or not they're in the light. Yeah. And the other way you could weaponize light would be it's a world of filled with strobe light. Wait, where the light is just like constantly blinking super, super fast on and off, on and off. That's very disorienting. Yeah. And it would be hard to find. I'm thinking of ways that you could make light offensive. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I think. That might be more in the really annoying category. Yeah, like I think the, the notion of just that the light is just so bright that you're like, um, you know, nearly blinded mm. by it is the best version of of it. I think, I, I, like, as, like what you're saying of like, just like you're going to go blind from from the reflection too, like mm. from everything. I think that is it's simple, but it's elegant. Mm. But is it similar? Is it, similarly, like, and this is bridging back into torture realm, but like where food and water is perfectly safe to eat and drink, but tastes so bad Ooh. that you can barely stomach it. Yeah, well, I'm thinking perfectly perfect. It will not make you sick. I'm thinking of the creatures that exist in this world, in this plane. They would all be like dried, wrinkled, kind of grotesque looking. Like Gollum? Yeah, a little bit. I'm thinking of um, like the Siamese cat uh, or the the hairless cat, whatever that one is. Like, the Egyptian. The Egyptian cat. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Not Siamese. Uh, the, it's like the... <laughs> Why Siamese? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a cat that's like a, like a creature that's just kind of naked and raw and imagining that if, if it's like because if it's always sun mm. if it's so bright like everyone like, looks like donald trump everybody just starts to crack like their skin is cracking so if you're there for two like, not only are you like is the you're, brightness you're probably blistering and peeling too. yeah, yeah. so it's Ugh. like so like it, it's like torture from from other <gasps> angles but like and and but then you also create this evocative nature Ugh. of you create this evocative feel that everybody every creature that exists in this plane a little grotesque yeah and probably angry and they're probably also doing because they're doing the same struggle and maybe probably yeah and and maybe they've maybe they've evolved and they've adapted maybe not i don't know you can play that however you want but it's but it has that sense of just never ending sunlight being in and of itself evil it's a sensory deprivation yeah. situation again sort of just yeah. take away the balance that we have in our life and that's just isolating one sense. Yeah. And, and right. Yeah. But, it, and now I'm thinking, going back to you earlier, said like, oh, you could just make a really fucked up swamp world. I'm like, all right, well, swamp, perfect, iso- perfect conditions for rapid decay and fungal growth, right? Like, yeah. and so would everyone just like, actually be covered in mold and mushrooms and bloated it's just all hags yeah it's just all the hags from the witcher three well i just mean all the hags just hag hags yeah, just yeah, all yeah. the hags hags all the hags like, all, hags, all, the, all, all, hags, yeah, like, all hags give me them hag baby oh yeah stop saying hags when you were talking about the blistered the blistered people i i don't know why my mind went here but you could also just have it be very simple the entire world is is populated by corpses of people that you knew in life Mm, that's torture that's horrible it's 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 classic yeah like because there are some tropes that are just good and you don't want to fuck with them yeah and so but i got nothing else on that one just an idea yeah that also might be more in the realm of like 
Greek underworld rather than like yeah. strictly evil. Yeah, and well, it's like, like Realm of the Dead. Not yeah, like, and that's where we're like trying to like find that line because you, like, you had brought up the whole Greek underworld earlier, yeah. and we put off the side, and I don't think we came back to it because it's it is just not inherently evil. It is the land of the dead, right? And the dead Death is part of life, and dead are not inherently evil. No. Dead are are not evil in the real world, and we all should be a little bit less afraid of death. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of times it is a trope in in content that like oh evil is death yeah and it's like well undeath is is an interesting evil component like necromancers and like people defiling death that's evil so if you you have like a a plane of evil where everybody is an animated corpse is that that there is like a powerful lich who has taken all of your bodies from where they were supposed to be and put them in this new plane of of evil Mm. and just puts you to work and Mm. just you're all enslaved as animated skeletons those are his phylacteries yeah so he uh, keeps he keeps his he just he or she just keeps they keep splintering their soul into innumerable fragments and putting them into new host bodies so then particularly for a ttrpg campaign exactly you have to just figure out a way to slaughter them in mass it wouldn't matter if you were level Mm. 20 unless you could like cast wish or something like that i like this notion is like it's like a it's a really ultimate BBEG. It's such an evil because like liches are like obviously like D and D bad guy. Yeah. Of like, well, okay, well, what if the lich has literally an entire plane of existence? They are stealing souls from other places. They're stealing like mm-hmm. the bodies. Right. They're perverting death. Yeah. They're taking those and putting them in their own plane, and then animating them and making them their phylacteries. So you have to wipe out the entire plane of existence you to do, wipe them out. You do. Yeah. Yeah. You do sort of end up a little bit into kind of the the marvel where you just end up fighting waves on waves of nameless cgi bad guys yeah 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 but But, that's like that's also something that doesn't happen a whole lot in ttrpgs not at that level though where like something is so weak where just minions one health yeah i'm just imagining a fireball where just wipe out as many as as many as you can like and they have no stats but it's just the sheer volume of them that you have to kill well, and like, okay, so like, this seems like it may be pushing closer into the traditional concept of hell, but it, I don't think it does because the traditional concept of hell doesn't ever have anything to do with undead, as far as I can recall. Like, I've never seen anything where it's about the undead. The undead happen in the the mortal prime material world or whatever. Mm-hmm. They happen where the where the people are still alive is where the undead are. Mm-hmm. But if you have the undead in the place where they're just supposed to be dead, and that's all that's supposed to be there, right? That is a that is a new spin as far as I can and I that's, can recall. That's what I mean when I was talking about earlier. Like, there is a natural cycle to the world of life and death, and 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 the corruption of that kind of that cosmic evil is the void, right? That just breaks and consumes that cycle. Yeah, and that void could be undeath. Yeah, I still love the void of just like the black hole the. The gravity that I like, I love that notion. Would you of the void. say that's what stuck for you? Yeah, I think that's a good segue. I, I, my brain was already there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, in the what stuck for me, it, I think it is the 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 void stuff. But I I don't think we fully cracked it. I don't think anything no. in here really cracked the code for me. I don't think I don't think we we got a perfect bowl here today. But I but I like the notion. I think the the city made out of or like the the plane made out of human bodies is a pretty good bowl but i it's a bowl i didn't want yeah um so that's a great idea fuck it but it it, it is good <laughs> i'll take that as a win um i but I, yeah I, I i think there's something in the the void 
side of things i think is really interesting but void magic and the concept of the void in fantasy is so hard to pin down in a way that it feels internally consistent and real like not realistic but you you know what i mean like uh not just like overpowered and like insane because we can't separate our own knowledge of physics so i think that's stuck because i i want to figure that out yeah what's stuck for you fleshy verse certainly is that, um, we're, is that what we're calling it? Fleshy verse? No. I, I'm sorry. I'm still stuck on the really fucking annoying world. Like yeah, I and, and, and your good. your point is well taken that what is that what is that line between really fucking annoying and inhospitable? Yeah. And having lived in shitty group houses before, there is a line. Where yeah. <laughs> like things are really fucking Wait, annoying. Inhospitable or uninhabitable? Whichever one is less. Inhospitable. Inhospitable. What and like and what is annoying and right? How do you define that? And the different the different versions of annoying and how it can come at you. Like every time you eat, you bite your tongue. Mm. Like yeah, yeah, shit like that. That just really you really like the minor curses. I love minor curses. I love minor curses. I love morality that makes no sense. I love evil druids. I love like I love this weird shit. Evil Druids was something I didn't know I loved until this podcast started. Yeah, and we didn't touch on Evil Druids today, but that's like, because we're just a constant, so we're like, yeah. we'll, we'll give them a break. They can hang out. Yeah. But also, because I think they're usually... Well, we did. Evil Swamp. Mm, yeah. Hags. I feel like that. Yeah, hags. Hags. Yeah. The flesh world aside, it's still the universe where shit is, where it's just really fucking annoying. Yeah. I, I think, I just think that's so, that's so funny. It's so, it is evil, like, because it gets it kind of like the banality of evil, right? Mm-hmm. Like, which is something that we deal with every single fucking day. And it would be so great to see on film. It would be so much fun to design because you could then, you know, just mess with all your friends, just pick all the shit that you know that would be really annoying, like you showing up 45 minutes into the universe before anybody else and having to wait for people who are late. Like, that would be a blast to fucking design. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I, I, that's going to be my big takeaway. All right. Well, that's what's stuck for us. Let us know what's stuck for you. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.